Welcome to the Dan and Joe Show. Um, I'm Dan, the host. And I'm and Joe, the funny guy. Yeah, that's Joe, the funny guy. Uh, we're back with, uh, I think it's episode four. Is that right? Yeah. This is episode three, dude. Episode this is, three? This is episode three's day. Okay. Except it's well, Tuesday. Because like, I think I called that like ten minute one, like episode three. But we'll have well, to look was, at the... That was like two and a half. Okay. Two and a half. Okay, this is the third episode. My bad. My bad. And, that's okay. Uh, and, Just roll uh, with it, dude. We're, we're going. Uh, we're going to get this thing on the road. Uh, first of all, we got some drinks. Um, dude, we got so many drinks. We got tons of drinks. What I went out and got was... Uh, we're going to do a taste test. Uh, I got all the Pepsi throwback and the Mountain Dew throwback. Possibly wanna, a little... Want to throw these back? Possibly yeah. a little late to the party on this, but... Yeah, uh, I don't even know if they're available in stores anymore. They've been um, around for a while, but I, I think we should... We should try the the normal ones first. Okay, you want to try the normal one first? You want to go for Pepsi uh, first or Mountain Dew? Uh, the Pepsi. Pepsi, okay. All right. There is normal Pepsi. Okay. I've actually tried both of them already, so... Got the normal Pepsi here with the Obama symbol on it. So, uh... Yeah, that's that new Pepsi logo. Uh, you're right, it kind of looks like an Obama symbol. Heyo. Smells like Pepsi. Really? Hope you didn't just catch the sounds of me swallowing there, but yeah, it tastes like Pepsi. Yeah, That's yeah, p- it's pretty normal. You, you, it's normal. You, All right, you've had it before. We'll see how it's it holds good. up. All right, throw it back. All right, here we go. Throw it back. It's got the. Uh, it's opening. The nice retro logo there. Except it's all blue. It's like this oh, kind of yeah. this kind of ice blue color. It's, it's not the best logo. Maybe to remind me. you of Pepsi Ice. Was I don't know thing? if I remember that, but no, anyway. that was Pepsi Blue. That's yeah. It reminds me of the Pepsi Blue. It smells smells like Pepsi, like normal Pepsi. You've already had all this, haven't you? I've already had a little bit okay. of everyone. Yeah, so that's why you're just looking at me while I'm. Well, I mean, I'll have a little bit here in a bit, but probably. I couldn't really tell much of a difference between the Pepsi, really. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a different taste because I think it, it has is, the, sh- it is the a real different. sugar instead of the uh, corn syrup. Yeah, that's um, the big appeal of it. That's definitely the big thing. If you're um, an anti-corn syrup type of person, like me. Like you. Okay. I, I still have it, but I don't like it. You still have it. Not happy. I also I don't think I'm a huge fan of Pepsi, so it doesn't really matter to me too much about the Pepsi. Yeah, I'm not really a cola person. In fact, I'm not really a soda person. You know, really. I think it's once I got a job where I could have free soda all the time, I stopped drinking it. That's just how. Ironically, the place where you got free soda all the time is the place where it costs like a dollar fifty for like a teeny glass, and they won't give you any refills. That they don't refill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Oh man, that was a bad place to work. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so, so Pepsi throwback slightly better than normal Pepsi if you're into that sort of thing. Okay, okay, that's a good. In my own estimation, as someone who doesn't like soda, yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of cola in general. I drink a lot of this Mountain Dew and the Dr Pepper. Yeah, you do, but yeah. uh, well, not not a lot. I mean, I like know. beer. You like beer? Beer's that's, good. That's true. Um, yeah, do you want to try the Mountain Dew though? Yeah, yeah, let's, okay. All right, so let's, let's the one thing on I've noticed one. is that uh, the Mountain, the new Mountain Dew has a lot more of a citrus taste than the old stuff. Um, and I think, I read on Wikipedia that um, new Mountain Dew, the one that's been out for the last 10 or 12 years at least, has orange juice in there as well, and that gives it that citrus taste. 
Now, yeah. when you try this Mountain Dew throwback, you'll notice that there's not any of that orange juice in it. It's just the other Mountain Dew flavor. It does look slightly more clear. Yeah, and um, it reminds me of my childhood, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, even even your little brother Andy said that uh, that it it reminded him of a the old taste of Mountain Dew. So it's definitely different. There are times gone by in this bottle. That's right. That's right. There is. <laughs> You're feeling it too, right? Honestly, whenever I think of Mountain Dew and my childhood. Yeah, well, you probably didn't have it too much in your childhood. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't have it too much after I uh, split a case of it with my brother unintentionally. We just kept drinking it. I was oh. like five, I think. Okay, that we sounds exciting. We drank an entire case through the course of an afternoon, and apparently were insane for a while after that. Um, well, I guess if you drank that much, I mean... And uh, I don't think I had Mountain Dew again for the next ten years. So that was... Okay. That was good times with yeah, Mountain Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew. Um, yeah. Quality time with your Mountain Dew. All right. Well, that's that's that then, I guess. Yeah, um, that's that, that's the drink segment of the show. Drink segment. Wow, we got our own, like, no, theme music. No, we don't. Um, can I have some of those drinks? Yeah, dude... Go for it. I mean, I'm, you I'm don't want any, any more of these. Okay. Even you know, even the there is a stark difference between the Mountain Dew uh, throwback and the Mitten Dew that they have now. Yeah, it's probably the spelling mostly. I think. No, it's no. Yeah, there's that. But okay, maybe not the spelling. It's both. Yeah, it's it's both. Um, so anyway, that's the drinks. Uh, on a serious that, business. Yeah, well, okay, so the business is, uh, it's been a long time. It's been like Too long. two and a half months, I think, since your birthday, when we recorded the last one. Yes. Or maybe it was the day before your birthday. It was, um, it was around there. It was around there. But, 23. Back, then, ah! back then, we were talking about lots of movies that were coming out this summer that were going to be really exciting. They were exciting, and, and are. we saw some of them. And continue to be. And we saw the better reviews as the other ones and didn't go see them. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the uh dude there's there have been surprises and disappointments and all kinds of drama associated with this summer's movies drama or drama uh it's it's however you want it man okay okay it's like the beatles then <laughs> no dude it's just it's like an inhale all right um all right apparently I missed for the that movie with all the drug references anyway <laughs> um First up, and maybe soonest after our last podcast, was uh, Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We saw the Star Trek. I think I saw it twice. I did, too. I don't remember. I definitely saw it twice. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, Me, too. I think uh, it was... Um, if you grew up... I, I've heard... I mean, I... I enjoyed Star Trek growing up, you know, I was, I would never call myself a Trekkie or anything like that. You're not a huge fan. I don't like labels, man. Anyway, um, but, uh, I've, I've just heard from, like, my, my dad was a big Star Trek fan too growing up and he loved the movie. Um, he, uh, he got very nostalgic, uh, because of all the, because it was really, it was really interpreting it in a new way. 
you know. Oh yeah, totally. Taking it in the direction it needs to go for the for the future, in order to remain sustainable as a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on the flip side, though, I I did hear from other people who who also kind of grew up, you know, watching the Next Generation and then kind of got into it from there. Uh, That's said, probably me. Well, I mean, I didn't watch it much, but um, I did later. Who said that? Like it, it uh, you know, is an enjoyable movie, but it's not Star Trek. Which, you know, that's I could see where that I, I could see why people would think that. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Uh, it's different. You know, I don't. I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't seen it, but uh, but it's. I think it's. It can be for different people, you know. Yeah, totally. So. Do you, you have anything to say about it? Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. It was action-packed. Um, it was a lot more fun than... Uh, I mean, actually, the last Star Trek movie that came out, Nemesis, I saw in theaters. Oh, yeah, that movie and, tanked, though. And I actually it tanked, liked it. I liked it a lot, too, but it did tank. And uh, this one was definitely more of a success. Um, yeah. prob- I mean, it was definitely better written. Uh, had still a bit better special effects and yeah. all that fun stuff. Um uh, as, somebody, have... as somebody tw- twittered, uh, um, we found out why Jordy LaForge was blind because he watched that movie, and there were so many lens flares that it blinded him. <laughs> um, I mean, that, that's a theory. But uh, I think I saw on Lavar Burton's Twitter like he had retweeted that joke or something. Oh, really? Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, he, he's cool like that. He is. Um, yeah. So uh, that's the yeah that that was Star Trek, and I, I definitely liked it. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. It was well written and well done. Um, yeah, it'll be, it, it'll be interesting to see where the uh, Star Trek universe goes from here. Uh, another on uh, the reboot, JJ Abrams success. Yeah, it's it's actually only JJ Abrams' second full length movie. But uh, yeah, but he's dude. He's done. He's done. TV he's shows he's gotten to the point where he if he is attached to a project, that oh, project yeah. will do well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like whenever they announce Quentin Tarantino's name is like being an executive producer, and you're like, "Oh, that must be awesome." Yeah, well, except usually it is. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. They had like Cloverfield was like was like had his name on it because he was producing it or something. And yeah, did that I was okay? Did I say good or successful? I think good I said successful. successful. That's okay. right. You're right. You're right. Because uh, Cloverfield was, I wouldn't call that good. Well, I mean. They made a pretty good amount of money for being a fairly low budget film. Yeah, so. well, it, it was unique, and <laughs> yeah, and it, you know, it was eh, it was well done, I guess. But still, anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have time to talk about that. Okay, um, the next movie uh, that you and I saw, I think I saw, I actually saw Terminator Salvation before that. Terminator Salvation, I yeah. Did, um, yeah. I heard a lot about that one. Which um, um, I'm not a huge Terminator fan anyway, so I'm not too worried about that. I, I keep thinking I am, and and I think this might go for a lot of other people, whether they know it or not. But I think what people are remembering when they think, oh, Terminator's awesome, is that Terminator 2 was awesome. Um, yeah, that was good. That was and good. the 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 world that it's kind of created is, uh, no, is well, interesting. Terminator 2 was... Or Terminator 1 was still... Pretty cool, low budget sci-fi. I mean, see, that's that's the thing, though. It, it didn't. Um, it was low budget, and it kind of became better than they thought it would. It was a surprise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Surprise hit. And then Terminator Two like 
capitalized on that, but also like like took it in in a an amazing direction. Right. Right. Um, oh yeah. Totally. And uh, to, you know, to the point where I mean, I don't know how how much you'd credit James Cameron for this, but uh, James Cameron's the man. He like the special effects are are not dated in that movie. They still look good today. That's true. They um, look pretty good, which is, is an accomplishment. Awesome, but it's 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 an accomplishment. You know, that movie yeah. was made in like 1992 or so, or maybe it's 1990, um, something like that. Yeah, and now it's like you know, almost 20 years later. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Whereas if you go back to Terminator 1, you really can't go back. Because uh, it's like yeah. Using, Whoa, look using at the hair. It's animation. 80s. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. The hair, <laughs> the, the wardrobe. The, the first second, then, you're like, oh my gosh, look at the hair. Yeah, anyway. And, and the stop motion special effects are just, uh, yeah, 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 it's kind of painful. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, um, speaking of James Cameron, uh, I, I have seen Titanic once, and I have, still have to say that the special effects were awesome. I, I've heard that, but uh, the, the story was pretty crap. Otherwise, I I have uh, vowed never to see Titanic. That's okay, That's not okay. officially. But, but uh, we do have to see Avatar this fall. I'm pretty sure it's going to be awesome. You know, okay. I don't know. We'll, there, we haven't seen much or heard could, much about we it. We can so. maybe talk about that in the E3 portion of the show, if there is one. Okay, where I meant where I say, hey, E3 happened. And Professor Layton is sequels are coming to the U.S. Ooh, ooh, that's a that's where, nice. Which uh, you know, longtime podcast listeners, meaning podcast listeners who of our you can spool back to number one, okay? <laughs> um, will remember that I uh, I was a big fan of Professor Layton in the Curious Village for the DS. Yeah, there are three sequels I think in Japan now. One of them is still in development, I think, and they're bringing at least the next one to the U.S. So. So look for that. Yeah, did um, you uh, watch the preview for Hayao Miyazaki's newest film? It's coming out this fall? I feel like I did. I can't yeah. remember what this name is. The little kid's name is like Ponto or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks pretty good. looks pretty good. That Yeah, we'll get to Although, that in, the, in yeah. the movies that are coming soon part of the show. Okay, is that part of the show? Okay. Uh, by the way, the E3 portion of the show that I mentioned just happened. So, yeah, it did. So um, there's your E3 news. Joe anyway. wasn't very impressed with James Cameron talking up there about the Avatar oh, game. God, he spent 20 minutes just talking, and at a game, a video game I press know, conference, you don't, you don't do that. Um, I, I understand. There's no, I'm there still was excited no about pictures Avatar. or anything about. Yeah, I don't know. I'm also just not a big fan of the whole 3D thing, but um, we can talk about that too. But anyway. Yeah, uh, there was a time where we to record a podcast before this before Terminator Salvation came out, um, where I would have introduced it, uh, saying, "If you hear this, you are the resistance." But uh, yeah, yeah. But that time has come and gone because that movie wasn't so good. It was fun, and I liked it for what it was. Mm-hmm. But it's directed by McG. Joseph McGinty Nickel. He goes by McG. Also known by some as that loser McG. Or the guy who made the Charlie's Angels The guy who made Charlie's Angels 2. Not even Charlie's Angels 1. He wasn't good enough for Charlie's Angels 1. Charlie's Angels 2 had Bertie Mac, though. (laughs) Wait, he's dead. Never mind. Oh, he is dead. Anyway, No more more Oceans movies, I guess. Um, No more selling cars on Terminator. You you are mixing metaphors there. 
sir. Well, wasn't he the car salesman at the start of the Terminator? Or not Terminator. Transformers. <laughs> Transformers. Uh, Transformers, yeah. Yeah, was. sorry. Oh, man. Too much to talk about. This is way off topic. Too much Bernie Mac. Um, All right. Um, so, the, the weird thing about Terminator, I won't spend too much time on this, but the weird thing about Terminator is that Christian Bale, as John Connor... Yeah. Was not very good. He uses his Batman voice the whole time. Well, he, I I don't don't really care about, but, but it's like he, he's not even, like he's just kind of stands there looking grim the whole time. And like the real interesting person is, uh, Sam Worthington, who plays the, uh, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler because it's in the trailer, but it's in the trailer. But like he's, he's this guy who is a Terminator, but he doesn't know it. And so the whole time he's trying to kind of, like, he's got this dilemma going on. But, like, but he's the interesting guy, not John Connor. It's like Terminator self, Terminator as a, as a series so, has always been about John Connor. I thought you were going to say the most interesting part was this, like, guy holding the boom mic or something like that. But anyway. <laughs> I don't think I saw that. Well, no, there was the whole thing online about the guy holding the microphone that got oh, right, in Christian right. Bale shot, well, that- and then he yelled at them. and Pre- you know. Like you know, before the movie came out, that was yeah, I know. that was the most interesting part. But uh, anyway, so Terminator Salvation, take it or leave it. Um, okay, the one we saw after that actually uh, was one of the the better surprises of the summer and a contender for my favorite movie of the year so far, uh, which is The Brothers Bloom. We did see Up in there somewhere too. Didn't we? we saw that after that. We'll get was to it that. after that. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. I think it was before that. We'll but anyway, okay, The we'll Brothers Bloom. Up. Yes, you're right. This was an amazing film. I this... enjoyed it a lot, too. Um, I wow. hadn't seen the uh, director Ryan Johnson's first film, uh, Brick, yet, but Joe was a big fan of it. Um, but, I did uh, like the Brick. The the stuff I'd heard about it um, made Brothers Bloom to be kind of like a Wes Anderson film, but completely different. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, it's kind of a caper film. It had kind but of But it had kind of the quirkiness of Wes Anderson. Yeah. Which we're, we're both a fan of. Yeah. Um, it had its own style, though. Its own different style. It's definitely style its own style, yeah. So, basically, uh, the brothers are, basically, they, since childhood, have been running different cons of trying to con the people con out of stuff. Con men, yeah. And uh, this time they decided to con a... Uh, a rich, rich young lady, heiress. and uh, yeah, she's. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorite parts, where she's just like, "I collect hobbies," and then they go through all these different. Like, she, yeah, so she's she has no parents. Um, yeah, her parents have both died and left her vast amounts of money. Um, and she she's crashes bored. her Corvette, and then she's like, bored, orders so a new she takes one, up hobbies. and it comes up like half an hour later, such as like crashing that. expensive cars. Yes, yes, um, um, and doing other hilarious things, juggling but, chainsaws. Juggling chainsaws while, while unicycling. <laughs> yes, that was that's yeah, something that was cool. one of the best parts of the movie. Um, yeah, but uh, and then along the way, um, the younger brother, played by Adrian Brody, falls in love with her. So, which he seems to do on most of these cons, actually. But well, he he always just feels bad about it. You know. Okay. Um, yeah, you're. He, right. he never. Uh, he always wants to get out, and uh, so. Yeah, his his brother, his older brother, kind of uh, orchestrates the cons, and actually writes in a story with pretty silly uh, um, inside references and yeah, other yeah. literary references. Because what was the Some, line? Somebody says that they do cons like Russians write novels or something. Oh, like that. right. Was that right, what he yeah. says? Yeah, I think he compares it to Dostoevsky. Yeah, yeah, that which was hilarious. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so it's it was a very quirky movie. It definitely wasn't one for the uh, people who don't like the quirkiness or don't like a, a bit of a, a ride. You kind of know yeah, it's kind of it kind of plays with you at the end. Yep. You know? Yep. Uh, you know that's that's as uh, as much as I'm going to go into that. But yeah, um, you know the brothers are played by uh, Mark Ruffalo and uh, uh, Adrian Brody. Yeah, they do a good job, and Rachel um, Weiss does a great job. Rachel Weiss the, is in there, the and uh, Rinko Kikuchi, who yeah, is um, she's uh, some Chinese girl, and one uh, of the most like, she's Japanese. Japanese, sorry, and, yeah, like Japanese. one of the most the strangest, like funniest characters that I've seen in a movie in in, in a while. I think um, she doesn't really talk. She doesn't movie. talk like at all. Yeah. Um, and she's and like she likes blowing things up. She kind of so. comes and goes as she pleases, and it's oh man. Anyway, so see that movie. I will be buying it. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I liked it. I don't know if I'm going to buy it, but you know, I live with you. But I, br- which is I actually new since the last podcast. But anyway, oh hey, that's true. You um, live here now. I live here now. We're I'm actually, sitting on a ball. We're actually in um, your room. We're in my room. Uh, I have to say that uh, I feel a little bit uh, stupid for uh, pretty much like starting the rumor that I'm moving here on the last podcast yeah. myself. Um, kind of stupid well, move. But anyway. You know. It never really caught on as a rumor anyway, so I guess <laughs> I'm okay. I don't know. I was I was hearing about it from a lot of people, and I wasn't sure if it was true for a while. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I, thought I, I, <laughs> I thought I left you in on it, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. Um. Yeah. So that's that's new. Um, um, we got a lot more background noise because I've got my computer fans and the New York ceiling fan on, but that's okay. Uh, and then uh, up, up, up. Hey. Well, I have to say that of course it's a Pixar movie, so of course I love it. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. fantastic as well. I thought it was, it was another good. another original accomplishment by the company that is arguably the last best hope for original storytelling in today's mm-hmm. entertainment Speaking industry. of which, I've heard that Pixar actually might be producing and directing a film that is live action, apparently. Whoa. Within the next couple of years. I don't know, so, man. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> so, I don't know what that means. Yeah, really. we'll see. Hey. Although, you know, there was a live action star in WALL-E, so. That's true. Yeah. That was, yes. that was good. Oh man. Anyway, turn podcast off. Let's go watch Wally. I'm uh, okay. Right. Um, I'm not gonna go to bed. All right, let's um, <laughs> Up was amazing. Yeah, it, it is uh, definitely an emotional ride as well. But uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Ha- you know? Like a hard, harder movie than I was expecting. Yeah, to yeah. Watch. I was listening to a podcast today, and they're like, "Dude, you have to see Up," and they were talking about Max. But um, <laughs> you know, the one of the guys who's in the major movie special effects industry is like yeah dude you have to see up and you're gonna cry during the first 15 minutes of the film is what he said yeah and i was like i never really got to crying but it is definitely a bit emotional and, yeah. Uh, yeah but it's really good i mean stick with it I mean, it's like even people who, who are slightly critical of the movie say that first 15 minutes montage is brilliantly put together yeah yeah definitely um and don't believe the ads if they say that it's hilarious. Because, I mean, there are points that are hilarious. It is, it is hilarious. There are points that are hilarious, the but dogs. it's not just like, you know, it's not like a puffy like, yeah, action yeah, comedy it's, movie. It's, it, like Wally, like, kind of have these, uh, you know, they're they're good for the kids and, uh, 
and they're they're fun to see, but they also have these kind of uh, very heavy, well, not very heavy, but heavy, meaningful parts in them as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, and what then, else have uh, we seen? Uh, well, the, the last movie I saw in the theater was uh, <laughs> the Taking of Pelham One Two Three, which okay, see that movie if you want, but. You don't have is that to. one about again? I don't remember. Um, it's a, I guess it's a remake. It has Denzel Washington and John Travolta, like older, heavier John Travolta. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, okay. And uh, you know he hijacks big Kahuna uh, Burger and all that. No, yeah, okay. They, they call it a you know Royale with cheese. Um, yeah, Royale with cheese. Yeah. And uh, he hijacks a subway car in New York City. Um, oh, for uh, reasons which are revealed later, uh, and, and Denzel Washington is this, uh, you know, subway operator dude that you call on the radio if you're uh-huh. having problems. Uh huh. Um, he found out that this was the midnight meat train. Is that why he did it? No, no. no okay, this wait, movie no. didn't have uh, that one dude in it. Oh, okay. What's his name again? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember the actor. I just remember that. Look that up. Rather um, disturbing images of uh, a train that like had like dead bodies or so it, meat yeah. hanging in it anyway, or something. Um, anyway, Vinnie Jones. That was his name. Um, no, okay. it did not have Vinnie Jones in it. Uh, I don't even know who he is. Okay, but uh, yeah, that, uh, it was summer action movie. Whatever. Okay, I so didn't, I didn't really care for it. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about a couple other movies that I've seen recently. Go um, for it. I uh, definitely watched uh, Slumdog Millionaire, finally. Yeah. And uh, that was good. That's good. Uh, it's a very good mix of, I think, American cinema as well as Indian cinema. Um, yeah, you didn't know that was a British film when you started, did you? Well, I had... I had not heard much. I mean, I'd heard, you know, like everybody talks about it being an Indian film. Um, well, it takes place in India with all yeah, the Indian actors. Yeah, but, but it was. They made it sound film. like it was a Bollywood film or something. Right, no, but, I, I know. It's um, like a lot of people. About a week before, I had read an interview that, that said it was directed by Danny Boyle, and I knew that name because I've seen um, at least one or two of his movies and uh, enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. And I knew he was definitely not a, uh, a Bollywood. Uh, and especially because his name doesn't sound like it, but yeah. a Bollywood, uh, you know, guy. Apparently, there was a co-director though in the credits, a co-director from India as well. Hmm. So um, it was definitely a collaboration, I think. But that guy, this Danny Boyle guy, seems to reinvent himself like every time. Like last time was the, the last movie he did was called Sunshine, which I enjoyed, and it's a oh, right. sci-fi like slash almost slash horror film that. Hmm. Uh, um, was really cool. Had really cool special effects. I mean, you know, they're driving this big, huge ship like into the sun to like deliver a nuclear payload and start restart the sh- ship or restart the sun or something like that. <laughs> but it was cool, dude. It was awesome. It was when you awesome. say it like that, okay, yeah. I mean, it makes more sense than the core, like restarting the center of the Earth, like oh, spinning. Man. Well, I didn't see either of them, so I didn't see the core. Hey, either, get, but. give me some of that. Uh, Pepsi throwback. Pepsi throwback. Here we go. Okay, so, yeah, um, that was good. That was good. I liked it a lot. It was good story. It was just, you know, it's, <laughs> this kid wins at this, this poor kid wins at the Indian version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and um, they're all pretty sure that he uh, doesn't know these answers and was paid by someone, but kind of go through his stories, his rather ridiculous at some point stories, of how he uh, manages to know all these answers. 
And it's a lot of fun. And then uh, we watched Brick last week. That was good. Yeah. That was yeah, good. Um, and we watched uh, Brick. Brick is the first movie from director Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. um, the director of Brothers Bloom, like we were talking about earlier. And it's definitely a little crazy because it's a film noir film uh, set in a high school. and uh, Like a kid's high school. Yeah. like With kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Set in a high school and the, all the characters are, are, you know, 18 or less. They're, then, but they all fill like the the film noir archetypes. Yeah, yeah, they all film. They, it's all the film noir stuff, and it gets and, heavy. Yeah, it, it does get heavy. pretty serious uh, at the end there. It's um, all uh, you know. Guns I do like out. how the the like you know the like the head of the town, the pin, <laughs> is totally like a college dropout dude. Some old guy, just, like twenty six years he's old. Like, yeah, he's he's old, um, <laughs> and he still lives at his mom's house. So. Yeah. That yeah, tells it's, you how cool it's, the movie is. it's funny in some parts. It's uh, it's it's just fun overall for most of it, and then uh, mm-hmm. at the end, it's pretty. Yeah, and at the end, it's a pretty satisfying conclusion, I think. Yeah, totally, totally. Oh, and then we also watched Frost Nixon, which I enjoyed too. Yeah, I didn't um, care for that one as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I like just kind of the historical recreations it, yeah. that movies do sometimes, and. I, they must be still a novelty for me. I guess I don't know. I I, um, like I didn't realize it was directed by Ron Howard until afterwards. But uh, oh right, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I don't like to get too political, and I I don't think I I don't think this is getting too political. But I I don't know. Maybe the history around that movie. Maybe this is how it really was. But it, it totally felt like a revenge tale. You know, it's like. Well, Ron Howard did say that he's kind of trying to draw some parallels between. You know that time in the Bush administration, and, and who so. wouldn't really? It's well, you know, they're going to do that for the Obama administration, if you ask me, too. So anyway, yeah. they'll have some material to work with. Anyway, I mean, it was it was a well done period piece. I think. I mean, it's well shot and kind of looked like a yeah sixties yeah. or seventies thing. Um, nice British accents. Um, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> anyway, so. uh why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, so that was that's the movies we've seen. Yeah. Unless you had anything else. Nope. I think that was it. Um, let's move on to the movies we're looking forward to. Looking forward to. Well, dude, dude summer's like, almost over, man. I, I don't know if there's too much left. I mean, there's Harry Potter. Dude, there's like five weeks. movies, and Harry Potter isn't even one of them. Oh man. Um, I still want to go see. That Harry I'm Potter. looking forward to. Anyway. I'm still going to see Harry Potter. I. Eh. Okay. Maybe. What are you looking forward to? <laughs> You, my, you have the discerning feelings, taste in here. My anyway, feelings about so. Harry Potter aside, Public Enemies. Oh, looks, that's coming out this weekend, I think, looks right? Looks fascinating. It's coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Which I don't even know what I'm doing here. I should be in a line somewhere, dressed up as a 1930s gangster, ready to see this movie at midnight. That's right. That's right. It's, uh... Yeah, you like this this era, <laughs> don't you? And you got Road Perdition, you got Mafia, you got, you know... Uh... You got everything. Was, I didn't actually care for Road to Perdition that much, and Mafia, I think, is a Mafia movie spoof, but anyway. Well, it's but, a game. Oh, right. That's, yeah, that game. Yeah. The game, that's what I was the talking game. about. The yeah. game. I'm a big fan of that of the game. Um, no, I, I like the gangsters. I like the lawbreakers. Yeah. Um, the organized lawbreakers. <sighs> what? Because so, you are one. Because, <laughs> dude, whenever I see cops, they avoid me. I don't avoid them. He pulls his lighter... Wait, no. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, uh, Public Enemies is Michael Mann's next movie. Which, uh, if you never saw any of his other movies, he's the one that makes L.A. look like a place that we never want to go to. Yeah, I'm starting to believe him. But anyway, but yeah, Collateral, yeah, Heat, Heat, good stuff. The good uh, stuff. Mid '90s classic Heat. Um, um, Miami Vice, not so good for what I hear. Didn't see that. But anyway. <laughs> But uh, it stars Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, and Christian Bale. And let me tell you, Johnny Depp, always good. Yeah, always good. Yeah, it, I, I keep forgetting how you feel about it. you. You're a big fan of his. I still haven't seen uh, his last Tim Burton movie, uh, the the musical one. But anyway, um, Sweeney Todd. Oh yeah, Sweeney Todd. A... So yeah, you know. Johnny yeah, Depp, so uh, cool. so that's coming. Yeah, I actually just saw a preview for the next uh, Steven Soderbergh movie. Uh, the yeah, you were watching that just while we were queuing the show up. Uh, the Informant looks like a pretty fun one. Um, looks like you can get back st- in the box office. Yeah, uh, starring Matt Damon as uh, it looks like this um, kind of dumb, kind of backwards high executive, high up executive at a. Uh, it's like some. Uh, it might not even be. It might not even say which corporation, but it has to do with. Uh, Corn processing and and uh, you know all the health issues related to that. Yeah, that's, that's like that's the that's the rage these days. Basically, the FBI is trying to uh, get a wire on this guy, like have him go in and wear a wire. But he's like he's really just dumb about it. Like he uh-huh. he goes into a meeting and they have hidden a la- they have hidden a camera and a lamp, and he goes over and like stares at the lamp, and they're like, "What is he doing? He's gonna get us caught," you know. And he, like, mm. he'll, he has a wire in his briefcase, and he's like opening it up to look at it, and like in front of everybody. And, uh, so he's not playing Jason Bourne in this movie. No, he's playing the opposite of Jason Bourne. Okay, he's playing like, he's playing Bill Murray playing Jason Bourne, yeah. <laughs> like the man who knew too little or something. Yes, yeah, pretty much actually. Um, so except he seems to be more clued in than the man who knew too little, which is a problem. That's pretty. If Bill Murray knew what he was doing; it would not really work. Anyway. <laughs> That uh, that one's still kind of far off. October 9th is when it's coming out. Um, okay. District Nine. Have you heard anything about this? A little bit. It's you know, not nine. No, no, no. That, no, that's that's nine. Also coming. We're getting to okay. District of the, Nine of the three movies with nine in the title that are this coming one's out called this fall. District Nine. This one's called District Nine, and it's about oh. aliens landing in in Johannesburg, South Africa. Oh, yeah. Well, this also looked kind of like a Cloverfield, like a pretty low-budget kind of what's going well, on it, here type it, thing. It or looks low-budget because it's, looks it's like actually that, yeah. it's directed by um, Neil Blomkamp, who is a South African film director, who was huh. discovered by Peter Jackson. Of uh, Peter the, Jackson does have that the Lord of the corner Rings of the movies. hemisphere. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he... Uh, and was actually originally slated to direct the Halo movie, which is now stuck Woo. in development hell, hopefully forever. Hopefully forever. Um, but, uh, so this movie is basically, it's kind of a, I guess, I don't know if you could call it like a, a race relations tale, but it's it kind of oh, seems yeah. like, so, so yeah. these aliens land in South Africa, and... They're they're peaceful. They're not attacking anyone. In fact, they're not doing anything except they're detained and and basically. Um, not we don't get a look at them, do we? No, you do. They're they're in the trailer. Okay, okay. Um, Let's look at it again. You see them, uh, and they're basically like like there's this, just this part in the trailer like it's kind of documentary style. 
Yeah, that's so why I was saying it kind of looked low budget or something. But yeah, I, I think that's just the style of the movie. Yeah. Um, but it's like you know showing you know showing people being interviewed like oh I don't like these aliens they're, they're not very cool um, and uh, yeah and the, you know it shows this uh, them like interviewing or interrogating this alien in a like the interrogation room who's like they're like why why are you here and he goes we didn't intend to land here and they're like why don't you leave and he's like you have our ship you won't let us leave <laughs> like. Hmm. So it's kind of them, like finding themselves hmm. in this position of not having any rights, you know, right? But it's so I don't know. I will, and you don't like to get political about these things, but okay. It remains to be seen how well that's going to work in this movie. Um, it might totally just not resonate with anybody and and not accomplish anything, which that would that would kind of suck. But um, sure, sure. But I, I can kind of see where it's coming from, and I, I'm interested to see how it goes. So. Okay. So that's District Nine. Um, now it's time for Nine Nine, or uh, let's almost. I'm getting excited. Sorry. Um, At least I think I'm excited about the movie. Uh, <laughs> another movie that I don't know how it's going to turn out, or if it's going to be worth seeing at all, is uh, the next Tarantino movie, uh, Inglorious Glorious Bastards. Bastards. Okay, yeah, this one looks pretty crazy. Uh, looks Men like without fathers. Yep, right. Um, um, it looks like, uh, ba- from what I've heard, it sounds like uh, it's Quentin Tarantino with another A-list group of actors who uh, are basically doing a, uh, a, is it an alternate history of World War II? No, it's just a World War II picture. No, that, it's supposed uh, to be like a, just kind of a, a piece of World War II that you never knew about before. Which I'm sure t- includes lots of swearing, probably some drugs. Probably and, some grotesque violence as well, and lots of grotesque violence from the look yes. of the trailer. Um, is there a trailer out? Oh yeah, there is. There's yeah. supposedly um, is Brad Pitt a group of Jewish American soldiers whose mission is to take down as many Nazis as they can get. <laughs> um, and uh, also, apparently, there's another story about. Um, yeah, my guess is if you thought Kill Bill was violent, um, this might. Take you there. Well, you know, a little further. Well, Kill Bill was violent, but it was like stylized artistic violence. Oh yeah, you know? oh yeah, totally. Uh, That's why I didn't have any problem with it. Yeah, uh, I mean, the Passion of the Christ was a lot harder to watch if yeah, you ask me. I mean, yeah. seriously. Well, so so that's one side of it, and I guess the other side um, is about a young Jewish woman who seeks to avenge the death of her family at the hands of the sinister SS colonel known as the Jew Hunter. So, I don't know. All right. I, like I really, like I said, I guess all I can really say is interested to see how this goes. Um, yeah, I yeah. I uh, did not see, nor do I intend to see uh, either of the Grindhouse movies, which I have to admit I'm kind of curious, but I probably won't. Uh, which are arguably like whichever one Quentin Tarantino did was his last proper one, Planet Terror, um, or something like that. Yeah. Is that his? Uh, no. Although some would say his last proper movie was Kill Bill. Um, I would, yeah, I would probably contend that. That's the last one that I want to see again. Yeah, yeah. It's the last one that I would see. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Um, it's definitely got the A-list here. Yeah, big names, big names. Big names like Mike Myers. 
Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, Mike Myers is not someone I usually think of when I think of a Quentin Tarantino picture, but BJ Novak. I'm just saying, I mean, he's probably going <laughs> to make it happen. Brad Pitt, yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so. Um, and then, uh, you know, last last on this list, without going too far ahead, there's some that I'm interested in the fall, but I don't really know enough about them to say anything about them yet, but uh, uh, nine. Nine. The number. Okay. The number nine. Not the not the word. You just keep telling me I have to watch this little short film. I have that's a different movie. So anyway, um, there's a yeah, there's a short film on on the YouTube um, that you should check out. I mean, how do you search one of the same name? Just call it. Just type in nine. Just say nine short film or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, I can check that out. This is uh, directed by um, Shane Acker or Aker, who uh, directed the short film as well, and uh, kind of got his name out there because of that. Um, but it's produced by Tim Burton. Yeah, he's the cool. Tim Burton. Cool. Um, I, I like him. And uh, Timur Bekmambetov. What about that? Timur Bekmambetov. What does he do? I'm probably still grossly mispronouncing that name. But yeah. uh, he's a Russian director um, who... I don't know if you've heard of uh, The Night Watch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you were going to say that. And yeah. its sequel, The Day Watch. Day Watch. I don't think there's a the in front and, of you if you uh, really want to get specific. That's true. It's just Night Watch. But those Watch. looked visually exciting, who, if not scary as um, well. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's that would be the appeal to me, is that they looked visually innovative. We should watch them sometime. Possibly. Possibly. Um, uh, he also directed Wanted. Which probably which means you already have the one you're drive. I don't, actually. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> you're going to cut everything but that, right? Yeah, that's going to be the show yeah. right there. <laughs> um, so, he, yeah, he also directed Wanted, which... Didn't get very good reviews. I actually did see. Oh, okay. Was it okay? No. No, no. Don't see Morgan wanted. Freeman, Angelina Jolie, and in their dumbest work ever. I, I was trying to remember and the kid, James McAvoy. Yes, James McAroy. James Macaroni. No, well, <coughs> I like the like once I James noticed Bilbo Baggins. Noticed once I noticed that uh, the guy from uh, from Napoleon Dynamite's character. In Blades of Glory was James McElroy. I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Because he's totally like this girly guy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, he definitely doesn't measure up to... Uh... Oh, crap, I'm losing all the names today. What's, what's Will Ferrell's character's name in that movie? Oh. Chaz Michael Michaels? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he is skating. Yes. <laughs> he, he is, is skating. skating. Boom! <laughs> so, so how do we get... Yeah, okay. Uh, Sorry. So I, nine... I, Ch- tangents. We're back That's in a nine. movie. Um, Elijah Wood uh, voices yeah, a character. Animated. John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Um, He's pretty good. Jennifer Connelly, Christopher Plummer, Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover, yes. And Martin Landau. Dude, Crispin Glover is like the ultimate. I mean, <laughs> you know, you're just like, that guy is He's insane. That, He's just that one dude, isn't he? Well, yeah, I mean, he plays the dad on the Back to the Future movies, and then has a whole bunch of other, like, yeah. crappy movies he's been in, but <laughs> he's just one of these guys that's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I like him. 
He played Thin Man in Charlie's Angels too. Anyway, and uh, he's kind of he's kind of like Jeff Goldblum, but I love Jeff Goldblum even oh, more. But anyway, yeah. who doesn't love Jeff Goldblum? He's not dead, by the way. I know, I know. I'm glad I didn't see that rumor last week because <laughs> I would have been really bummed. Yeah, um, he, I would have had to watch like Mr. Mom or he something. Somehow, what is that? Nine months? I think he's in that one. Anyway, um, he somehow missed, you know. Everyone dying last week. Yeah, somebody I heard had a theory that you know they come in threes, and they said there was three at, three famous people. There was like Farrah Fawcett, and Michael Michael Jackson, and and uh, Billy Mays. Well, no, 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 no. Of the Oxyclean no, no. commercial. He said three: Farrah Fawcett, Michael Jackson, and maybe David Carradine. Carradine. Was Carradine. Was Carradine it? died like I know it was a couple weeks ago, ago but that was the three actors, and then he said that. There's Billy Mays and Ed McMahon, which were originally both pitchmen. Ed McMahon was a oh, yeah. too. And he's like, so there's probably a third pitchman out there to go. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> it's going to be Dick Enrico, founder of Second Wind Exercise Equipment. <laughs> yes. As he introduces himself on all those commercials. Yes. Dick Enrico's Yeah, Rico. otherwise, if the Menards guy hadn't died by now, he would have been dead, too. But anyway. <laughs> Maybe this is just a long time coming. No, he's been dead for a while, I think. So anyway. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's the movies, and that's, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to have to be a podcast. I know. It's time for me to go to bed. I can't, and, I can't uh, say much more about Nine other than go look at that movie, or look, look at the short film on YouTube. And I'll say something about E3, which is Monkey Island. Woo! Dude, Monkey Island. Monkey Still Island. Coming. It's coming everywhere. Pre-order now for... Bonus Tales Telltale of Monkey game. Island from Tales Telltale, yes. Yeah, they're remaking the original Monkey Island as well as releasing new Monkey Island games. Yeah, I, I'm annoyed about the remake because they won't tell me how much it costs. Yeah, they're they're it, probably they're making it sound like a download though, which means it's probably be kind of cheap. But I kind of doubt it too. Yeah, I don't. Know. Maybe they'll sell it in the store, but in the box will just be a download code. <laughs> they're doing. Maybe that. Maybe they'll just sell it as a card, like you get it like. You know, at, at Target or something. Yeah, I have little cards that are like the iTunes cards, you know? Yeah, you yeah. just... I don't know. Hey, you want some meat sticks? You want some uh, five Monkey Island games? games? You want a Monkey Island game? Oh, man, I have to find that there was a link to a uh, a site where you could just download a, like a bunch of these sites. It was kind of like... I, might, I think I might have posted it on Twitter, but it was kind of like a... Uh, Steam type thing where you can Oh, buy good old games, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's been pretty good for a while. There. I don't know why I Although, haven't it. But. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, pretty good ones for pretty cheap. A couple bucks for a you know, classic DOS game or something like oh, that. I wonder if I could buy the Fallout games on there. They are I on think, there. No, I know they are. That was like the... It launched, like, headline, hey, you can get the Fallout games. The, the, uh... Dude, if they totally got the the old Apogee softwares, like Commander Keen and Duke Nukem <laughs> 1 and 2, or, uh... Epic games, like the Epic Pinball and Jazz Jackrabbit and stuff like that, oh, I would totally buy those. Oh, but wait. anyway... They have some of those newer epic games, yeah. But they wouldn't have Gears of War. Oh yeah, yeah. The, no, the joke there though is that I bought both Fallout One and Two at least five times in my life. Oh, buy them again. Buy them I, again. I know, I know. Buy it's, on. It's high time I buy them again. Actually, I was looking at Amazon. It looks like they've done Secret of Monkey Island at least once before. Oh, that's probably true. Like, you know, the first one didn't have, like, had PC speaker sounds. I think they actually updated it so it had, like, decent, like, you know, audio sounds at one point. Mm-hmm. And more than 16 colors or something, you know. But now it's going to look pretty. 
Anyway. Oh, man, this podcast is podcast. over. And uh, that was a long podcast. That was, yeah. that was a rambling podcast. All right. Sweet. Um, Hopefully you made it time. to this point. Next time. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, maybe next time. Go to danandjoeshow.com. Yeah. Tell us what's up. Yeah, that's still a website, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it, I think so. I haven't checked in a couple of days. Um, but check it out. I'm going to check it right uh, now. Um, yeah, if, if, if you want to post something. Otherwise, just check it out. And we're rambling, and, and we're out. One, two, one, two. Joe, Joe, go. Coach Z, Coach Z, one, two, one, two. Ah, interesting. What's going on now? Well, it doesn't look like you're maxing out as much. I turned down the volume on the machine, which also, I think, records the recording volume. But let's see. Great. But, you know, also, yeah, don't yell too loud, I guess. <clears throat> I will try not to yell. I can't move too much. Okay. Well, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough of that. All right. Are we ready? Stop it again. No, I think we're good. Just cut all this out. All right, we'll edit it out. Go ahead and introduce it. I am the Yeah, you're the host. Oh, okay. I'm the dude that makes jokes. I'm the funny guy. <laughs>